everyone. I'm Amy McCarthy. Hi, I'm Donica Meyer. And we are your hosts of the Nurse Life Podcast. We're recording this post-COVID-19 <laughs> changes in the world. Yes, when we had initially decided to record this podcast, we had a lot of thoughts about traveling across Texas and talking to nurses across the state. And we're very close quarters and we can't do that anymore. <laughs> we cannot do that anymore. With this pandemic, it has restricted our ability to do so, but we still wanted to go ahead with this podcast because we're still interested in hearing your stories, especially in this stressful time where nurses are navigating uncharted territories and trying to figure out how to be innovative, how to be safe, and how at the end of the day to still take care of our patients in a way that's compassionate. Yeah, and basically a couple of weeks ago when we had set out to record our first couple of episodes, we were back actually in Austin, Texas, meeting with um, students from the University of Texas at Austin and Dean Vin Nguyen, who is the assistant dean of the University of Texas School of Nursing there. And we were hoping to meet with them. Things quickly changed on March 12th and Amy and I were receiving calls from our medical centers and we had to turn around and come right back and had to cancel a lot of the meetings that we had so we could help with the initial response for COVID. Unfortunately, we're hoping to record those meetings still and get those unique perspectives now, especially since the world has changed so much and Nursing especially, as Amy said, has been changing. Hopefully we can get some insight on how students are doing, nurses across the country are doing, and how companies and people are being forced to innovate. We still want to continue on with recording this podcast as we hope to provide some enlightening information and also just bring a bit of joy to this current situation. We know that there is a lot of stress and a lot of fear. Some of the topics and speakers that we bring to the table, um, we hope to have a little bit of fun and bring a little bit of laughter back into uh, this crazy world and situation that we're currently living in. So Donica, give us a quick handoff on uh, your career and what got you to where you are today. Okay, so I graduated from the University of Texas at Austin School of Nursing in 2011, and I love being a Longhorn. I'm a diehard fan, and I just adore Austin, Texas. I, after graduating, I immediately entered in a pediatric nurse residency program, one of only a few in the nation. And I did about six months in a rotational program placed in the pediatric intensive care unit, did several years at the bedside in the PICU, precepting experience, education experience. And I knew right away that I had a passion for nursing education and just alleviating a lot of the bedside stress that comes with, you know, anxiety and knowing what to do. So I looked into becoming an educator, not really anticipating that it would be anywhere in the near future after that um, and just considered it as a thought and I didn't even ever think that I would do education for the ICU. And it just so happened that an opportunity came up. I was only about 25 and only had a few years of experience. So I really interviewed for that position thinking, I'm never going to get that. That's fine. It was great. <laughs> the worst that people could tell me was no, and that's not a big deal at all. It would just be a way for me to practice and to my surprise, they offered me the job and um, that's what I've been doing ever since. So I love nursing education. I've been doing that for about almost six years now. I have my master's in nursing education, my certification in nursing professional development and pediatric nursing. 
And yeah, love nursing. So I guess that's the, the nitty gritty of my nursing career. Love bedside nursing and advocating for nurses and just our profession in general. I mean, I know a lot of nurses and I come from a family of medical professionals, mostly nurses, mostly men, which is interesting. Not yeah. very typical background for me, but yeah, that's, that's it. That's me. Okay, Amy, your turn. Tell me about you. So my nursing career started about seven years ago when I graduated from the University of Texas at Arlington in the December of 2012 and got the opportunity to start my dream job in newborn nursing. Quickly turned into mother baby and I've spent my entire career in women's and infant services and I've loved every minute of it. I knew from the very beginning that I wanted to do leadership. It was something I was very focused and very passionate about because I wanted to create spaces for nurses to be innovative and creative and to truly enjoy the work that they were doing and to feel that they were making a significant difference in their patients' lives every day that they were coming to work. And that's central to what I do today as a manager of a maternal fetal medicine unit. I have loved my journey through nursing. It's been an adventure, uh, a crazy adventure. If you'd asked me seven years ago that I would be where I am today with the experiences that I've had through public speaking, through serving on boards with directors, both on a local, state, and national level, I would have looked at you like you were crazy, but I'm thankful for a bunch of people in my life who have been so significant in helping to guide me throughout my career, both personally and professionally, and it's been the best decision that I've ever made, and I can't wait to see what the, what the future holds. So that's, that's a brief <laughs> description of my career. <laughs> uh, so Donica, next question, um, what inspires you? What gets you out of bed? Oh my gosh. Well, I think on a personal level, definitely my family. And then my son, my two-year-old son, especially <laughs> when he wakes up, he likes to scream for me. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think as far as inspiration goes, I think, you know, at least within nursing, there are just so many different ways that I feel that nurses can contribute and help out and really help define our profession. And I think also to make a difference. I think nurses just as people inspire me because I feel that from the heart of nursing, we just want to help. <laughs> and I think when you Absolutely. have that many helpers in the world that are true to their purpose, it's really amazing to, to connect with why we do what we do. And I think that's, that's very important. It's very rare in a lot of different industries and it's something t unique to us. And I think that it inspires me. I don't, I very rarely meet a nurse who is just doing it for the money or anything. And there's so many things that you can do for money that aren't in what we do. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of sacrifice, a lot of learning. And it's a very, it can be a very intense profession when, you, when it comes down to it. We're asked to do lots of different things that, um, you know, not a lot of other people do. And yeah, I would just say that nurses and then also an opportunity to be creative. I know we talk a lot about how nurses jerry with a couple of different things when yeah, we aren't about it. When we aren't necessarily provided with the solutions at hand, you just have to figure it out sometimes. And I think the opportunity to problem solve is something so exciting to me in nursing and having to think quickly on your feet a lot of the times. I mean, that's why I, I loved intensive care for for as long as I've done it, because you're forced into situations where you just have to think on your feet. And I think that inspires me a lot, just the creative problem solving. And it's not necessarily in the way that people think of traditional problem solving. I guess it's, nurses are creative. And I yeah. think 
so many of us are, even though we're not necessarily viewed that way, we, we are. So yeah, the short answer was nurses inspire me. <laughs> <laughs> Great job. <laughs> well, what about you? What inspires you? Oh man, you know, I really, I really resonate with what you, you said. Nurses inspire me every single day. The commitment that, and dedication they bring to the table every day to give the best possible care that they can, despite not always having all the resources that they, they need. Uh, It's incredible to watch as, as a leader and it definitely motivates me to give 150% every day to make sure that their environments are safe, that we are trying to get what they need. We're not always successful, but, um, you know, I, I, I spend every day trying to, to make things better for both patients and for nurses. It's, it's the core of uh, what I do on a daily basis. I, I can't even begin to describe how passionate I am about building those types of environments, because I think to your point, nurses typically aren't identified as the creatives uh, at the table. You know, when, when people think of nurses, now granted, it'll be interesting to see how nursing's image changes as a result of the COVID-19 pandemic with everything that's going on. But I, I think traditionally nurses have been viewed as just individuals who take care of people. And there's so much more. There's an art to nursing. There's a science to nursing. Uh, it's It's a very it's it's a very uh, dynamic field with so many opportunities and so getting the opportunity to to play with those opportunities to try out new ideas and to really expand the profession is something that gets me up every single day and to echo what you said my three-year-old also gets me up every day <laughs> sometimes earlier than what I would like to wake up <laughs> Yes, yes. Our 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 sons like to keep things interesting for sure. (laughs) Well, uh, my last question, and I think it's very very timely. We we certainly didn't want to ignore what's going on in the world, Um, and so the the last question that we have for each other is, Donica, how do you feel like this pandemic? this COVID-19 scenario will end up changing nursing? Well, I hope first and foremost is that we're invited to more tables and our perspective is shared a lot more openly and freely. And I think that there are still some forums out there that invite mostly physicians to the table. And while I think that's great and every expertise, every person's perspective and um, different expertise should be shared, you know, they're just haven't always been a lot of nurses invited to those forums, even in interviews and all of that. And I know that we talked extensively with Dean Wynn about that, just the exposure of nursing that, you know, we have a lot to do with what's going on right now. There are a lot of our colleagues as far as direct physical care in those instances. And I feel like if we are going to change healthcare, then more of us need to be invited to those tables to speak out. And I think it's very important. And I think too, that we've, we talked a little bit about how, you know, traditionally, I don't, I, I don't know if we even view ourselves as that important to have our perspective just shared and that, that will hopefully change. I mean, we have a lot to, we have a lot to contribute and a lot to say about the type of care that we're delivering. And so um, 
yeah, I just, I really hope that we, we have an even bigger voice moving forward about how care delivery is done just because we tend to be very forward facing in a lot of these instances. And, you know, people who might be making decisions, they're not always forward facing as forward facing as nurses on the front lines are. And even a lot of, a lot of our interdisciplinary um, partners, like our respiratory therapists, all of those different people, our MAs, um, our techs, all that stuff. I think all of us will hopefully have more opportunities to collaborate and provide our voice. And I, I hope we have more of an opportunity to really bring meaningful technology in and that provides value. So I know there's a lot of talk, talk about, yeah, innovation, but I think it's very important to talk about the right types of technology and the way that it should be utilized um, in different and meaningful ways. So awesome. Yeah. Okay. What about you? I think two things. One, I, I think you're correct in saying that nurses sometimes don't even view themselves as being someone who should be at that table. And what I think the situation will hopefully show nurses is that it is so essential that we show up, that we sit at those tables and that we get to be a part of those decision-making processes um, so that we can help to direct the care that our patients get. Um, I think technology will be a huge part of nursing moving forward because we have had to like it or not, convert a lot of our processes to a more tech-based format, whether it's telehealth, whether it's utilizing uh, products, you know, like Zoom or WebEx to, to hold all of our meetings. We've been so c- connected to, to the in-person aspect, which don't get me wrong, I think still needs to be maintained. And I think it's such an essential part of nursing to be able to provide that human contact and that sense of compassion that can't always be delivered through a telehealth mechanism. But I do think that when we look at issues such as social determinants or access to care, that telehealth will be instrumental. Uh, and, and I think that this is forcing us in some ways to see that and to be able to utilize it and for nurses to get comfortable with it um, and to see the benefits that it can in bring to our patients and the the innovation and and possibly even easing of our some of our job responsibilities that technology can can bring um you know i hope that that when this comes to an end whenever that may be that that nurses look at what they've done and despite all the obstacles and the barriers are able to see what a tremendous impact we've had from day one um in in both our patient care and just the you know overall treatment of this this disease um, and and what we can learn from this and what we can do moving forward because it, you know I don't think that this will be the last disease to, to, to for us to take on right I mean there's there's constantly things that are mutating and the you know that we're going to be up against and so um, I, I hope that nurses can can realize the importance of sitting at those tables and utilizing new innovative technologies and knowing that that they can be a part of it you know I, I hope that this helps to build their confidence and uh, truly see that they are such an important part of the healthcare um, space um, and have a lot to offer in the in these instances to really help create just such supportive dynamic environments. Yeah. And I will say, despite that, 
you know, that the situation that our country in is in is a huge misfortune. I will say that just living this in the last couple of weeks, I feel like it's a forced efficiencies. You know, sometimes we get boggled down with all of the different steps and being methodical and <laughs> trying to be as logical yeah. as possible certain things. Sometimes, you know, what I've seen is that we're having to change things on a daily basis and you're yeah. having, you're forced to prioritize, which is really important. And I think that has forced us as a profession to say, okay, you know what, we just got to get things done. <laughs> and so I will say that with this pandemic, it's really sometimes, you know, at least in my experience, whenever we try to make decisions, it's bogged down with lots of different processes and uh, red tape. Red tape, And I feel like in the wake of everything that's going on, a lot of that is trying to get stripped away because we just don't have the time and we're forced to, to really prioritize and make more efficient the process that, processes that we do have right now. And that's that might be a good thing. That might be a good thing for healthcare in general. And you know, I hate that something like this had to happen, but, you know, just, I, I feel like, and this might be an unpopular, um, actually, I don't think it is an unpopular statement <laughs> that healthcare just cannot go on the way that it is here yeah. in the United States. And so hopefully we'll have some good outcomes. Hopefully nurses will have uh, a big role to play moving forward. And, you know, that, that we're listened to, I feel like there's a, there are a lot of good things that can come out and I feel like I'm an optimist by nature anyway. So hopefully um, we get things under control and, <laughs> and we change, yeah. <laughs> we change yeah. everything. Yeah, so. absolutely. You know, yeah. um, those are, those are really all the questions that, that we had for each other. And we hope that you learned a little bit about us and what we're trying to bring to the table. Um, and we hope we took your mind off of some of the more serious matters for just a little bit. But, you know, to all the nurses out there who we work with and across uh, the, the nation and the world, you, you know, y'all are doing such an amazing job right now, even though some days it doesn't feel like it. You have the support of so many people around you. That's the beautiful thing about nursing, don't you think, Donica, is that it's such a family-oriented profession that we truly do rely on each other in these times because we're really the only ones who understand it. <laughs> oh, sure. <laughs> what we hope again to, to do in this podcast is to offer some humor, some looks at cool, innovative things that are happening. Certainly looking at how COVID is changing the way that we practice. But I think the silver lining in, in this, or hopefully what will be the silver lining is that we create a healthcare system that is not only healthier and more efficient for patients, but also healthier for the providers that work within it. Thanks for listening in. If you liked what you heard, please feel free to follow us through the Texas Nurses Association Facebook page or Twitter account, or follow us at our individual Twitter accounts. You can follow me, Amy, at McCarthyRN12. And you can follow me, Donica, at Donica Meyer RN4. See you soon.